Hello, internet. How are we all? Wait, this doesn't this doesn't sound great. What's going on? Wait, all this time I've never tried using the different side of the microphone. Ah, ah. Oh dear. Ah, oh, we've made errors in. With the many errors have been made. Yes, internet. It may shock you to know, but I finally learnt I've been holding the microphone the wrong way round this entire time. Who would have thought me, the genius that's a man who records this nonsense in a bedroom or a shed with zero audio equipment, who would have thought that I could make such an error? Well, dear listener, I'm a fucking idiot, that's why. How are you? You all good? I hope you're all good, you know. Hope that everything's going your way, you're living the life of your dreams, you have the dream job, you've got the girl, or man, depending on your preferences. Eh, I don't judge. Who am I? I'm just a guy on the internet who chats nonsense about make-believe things, so... Be, you be you, man. You you be you. I'm proud of you either way. Just know that. If no one else ever tells you, I'm proud of you. You're doing great, kid. So, today we're going to talk about Ku Cullen again, because what a guy. An absolute stallion of a fellow. Um, gonna This one, we're going to be sort of looking at some of his legends, his myths and tales and whatever. Just some just little, little, little snacklets, little tidbit. And uh, I'm going to be trying to logicify some of them. Um, here's the problem when you go into like classical mythology the, the issue is there's so many different renditions of some of these tales that it becomes nigh on impossible I'm going to move the microphone further away that looks a bit better waveform hmm. so my microphone stand broke so I literally just have to sit here and hold the microphone and hope that I can keep it equidistance to my face consistently what was I saying oh yes and we're going to try and logic out if there is potential that this man could have existed. Like, there's obviously mythological legends of him, but we also have mythological legends of Hercules, or Heracles, depending on your pronunciation. Some of them equally fantastical. Or was he just a really strong dude who went, hey, there's some uh, playwrights there. How about... Guys, guys, here's his thing. How about I give you some money on the, on the sly, and what you're going to do is uh, tell everyone how great I am. Yeah, wish I could do that, but I di- I digest. So, intro. I don't know if I'm gonna be bothered to put intro music in. Probably not. Anywho, let's get that show on the road. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like adding intro music like two and a half, three minutes into something is a bit like you, you, you've kind of missed your opportunity, mate. You should just put it right at the start. But. If, I, if I'm going to do intro music in the future, I'm probably going to try and find someone to actually make me some, because it just means less putting stuff in the description, and that is effort. I don't like typing things. It requires work that I'm not willing to do. But, let's get this started. So, Ku Cullen, as per our last thing, all them months ago, before my internet died, and whatever else happened in that time, I don't remember, because... I don't care that much about my life. He was a, a mythological folk hero, oh, say folk hero, folk legend, from Ireland. He was far from a hero. Uh, probably one of the more notable legends or, or beings from Ireland. Like, you know, they have their own folklores and mythologies and such, as, as most nations and countries and places do. Um, everyone has their own unique spin on certain stories. Some of them are weirdly similar. So, like, you know, if you go back into back in time and you go to, like, the old Germanic states uh, pre-Roman period before they got conquered by the Romans, except for most of which didn't, 
it's ironic that they had a god called Woden, whereas then uh, a lot of the Nordic cultures adopted the god Odin. So, you know, there's certain connections in history, which I enjoy. I like history. I like you can put these things together and find that common ground in different cultures' histories. Like, there's something intrinsically human about it. Sort of gives you, sort of reminds you we're all just people, you know. On that weirdly philosophical note. But, just a brief summary. He was a dude. He was born by the name Santanta. He had a legend that he was going to live a short but wonderfully glorious life. Uh, he killed a dog and named himself Coo Cullen. Because Coo was the Irish word for dog. Um, did some nonsense. Did some murdering. Learned how to murder even better when he went to Scotland. Uh, met a girl. Killed his son. Killed his best friend. Died. Boom. Sorted. That's all you need. Well done. See you later. Anywho, my own silliness aside. So, the first part of the legend that we'll look at and look at it from a logical standpoint is the actual naming of himself, the the Coo, the Coo Cullen, the Dog of Cullen. This I do believe happened. It, where he, I'm going to go on the assumption that he is a real person because enough of his things I can kind of logic out and go, no, I, I could see that happening. Which is, he threw a rock at a dog using a, uh, a hurley, which is like a uh, hockey stick you put a rock on and whew, launch it. A bit like a, you know those uh, sticks you put a tennis ball in for your dog and whew, launch it like 500 miles away and then the dog never comes back and you're like, oh shit, I should not have did that. Or is that just my dog? Anyway, I view that as logical. I mean, there's people like, say, in various sports who can throw a ball hard enough to give you a concussion. It's very likely that with a strong person with a tool that improves their throwing capabilities could probably throw a rock hard enough to kill a dog. Why would you want to? I don't think you should. Just let the dog kill you. You deserve it at this point. So, yeah, that part of the legend, very, very feasible. Very, okay, yeah, that could happen. The next part of his legend, things like travelling to... Is it Alda or Alba? Scotland. Travelling to Scotland to learn uh, martial combat under this fantastic warrior woman. Uh, I think I said her name in the other one, but I don't have it to mind right now. We're going to pause until I can go remember. And a brief Google search later. Where her name was Scafac. Scafach? Look, I, I don't speak Gaelic or Scottish or Irish like... I think they're different languages, Gaelic and Irish. I'm not a linguist. So anything I say is going to be really heavily anglicised. But he went there, travelled to her castle, Dunscaife, the Fortress of Shadows, which if you go on Wikipedia is exactly the order it's set in, on the Isle of Skye. So that is feasible. Like, they've, we've had sea travel for thousands and thousands of years like i view that as feasible did this renowned warrior woman exist maybe maybe not just based on traditional historical treatment of women in european countries maybe maybe not i i don't view it as incredibly likely but i could view it as likely that he did travel to another country to learn how to fight effective like more effectively possible now, apparently, with this woman, he learnt to fight, had adventures there, had battles and other combats, and fathered a son there. That bit is kind of likely, assuming, assuming she existed, which, again, I'm a bit on the fence about. So, 
Yeah. I'd, I'd, 50-50. I'll give it 50-50 if that could be logical. Yeah. So, after that, he went and married a lovely woman called Emir, or Emir, or however it's pronounced. And the legend basically goes that he met her and was like, that is a nice lady. And her father was like, nope, you're going to go to Scotland instead, mate. Uh, come back to me when you've learnt to fight. The idea being he will die during the training it will be too much for him he's just a man and all will be well now why why this particular woman well one his enemies had consistently tried to get him a girl which you've got to have some great enemies if that's the mentality because they were so frightened that he would steal their wives and in some of the legends Kukulun is a notorious womanizer. he loved the ladies so is it possible his enemies did in fact try and find him a wife yeah very possible i mean lads all the the men out there how would you feel if you were out of your missus one day and you bump into early 2000s late 90s brad pitt let's face it if he was eyeing your girl you would try and deflect that so possible very 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 possible the idea that he met a girl he liked and her dad was like nope this guy's a bloodthirsty maniac i want no part of this and set and set him what he viewed as an unbeatable trial. Again, very very possible. This I believe could in fact have happened. It's one of the reasons I think who Cullen could have been a real man because a lot of his legends are very rational, as far as like legends from certain time periods go, like beating a hydra to death and every time you behead it, more heads pop out. Crazy stuff happens in certain mythologies and folklores, but who Cullens are always quite restrained I mean yeah it's got some of them of him fighting entire armies but I took take that as maybe he had an army too because the only way to beat a big army is with a big army like one man I don't care how good you are with like a spear you're not going to beat 10 people with spears it's just not going to happen unless they come at you one at a time in single file and agree to wait their turn but yeah the idea of him finding him here and getting given a task and very, very possible. And some of the next part of the legend goes that he still said no. And, you know, if you if you give someone your word, people, you you stick to that. Your word is your bond. Keep your promises, children. So the next part of the legend would normally go that he said, nope, you're not, you're not marrying my daughter, mate. Like, again, bloodthirsty maniac, want no part of this. And some of it would then state that... Oh, I can hear my dog shouting at me. That's always a good start to when I'm recording things. Uh, the next part of it would generally state that he tore down the castle with bare hands and slew the garrison, so on and so forth. Very, very, very unlikely, as described. Is it possible he had his own men because he was born a noble? Yeah, he probably had people loyal to him. He's described as a very handsome, very charismatic guy who is a notoriously good warrior. So, I wouldn't find it outside the realm of belief that he would have men to follow him to battle uh, and his own troops. So, overstated, but possible. So, marries the girl, gets life of his dreams, cheats on her constantly, because why wouldn't you? Meets uh, another lovely lady who's like, hey, how about I seduce you? And he was like, nah, you're right. And that will be the Morrigan who turns up later again in the story. So, the next one, I'm going in order, by the way, on just a website of which ones, because I'm like, oh, I did this so many months ago. 
So, killing his son. So, mathematically, unlikely. Because his son would be like 10 and somehow got to Ireland and then broke into his house. So the way the legend goes is his son eventually finds his father, Cú Cullen, and goes into his house, doesn't announce himself, doesn't tell him who he is, and um, is murdered by his dad. So my problem with this... imagine, Think about, if any of you are parents, think about your 10-year-old and think, would I trust him to go on a boat on his own from Scotland to Ireland to find a dude, you wouldn't. Like, no matter what time period you're in, no matter how neglectful you are, that kid ain't making it. Like, he's getting robbed on a street somewhere and probably left for dead. Let's be honest with that. So, did he kill his own son from that Scottish lady? In in, in my view, incredibly unlikely. Uh, which is a shame because it's actually one of the more notable things about the character that he committed um i think it would be it wouldn't be infanticide i don't know what you'd call it i don't know what you'd call murdering your own kid so i'm i'm not a a dictionary i even struggled with a dictionary just then so i view that as super 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 unlikely and it does have similarities to other legends like i'm going to quote hercules again of him murdering his own son and wife and that's what sets him on the on the trials, the the what are they called? It's not trials. It's something else. I was going to call it trials for today. It's been a long day. So, yeah, unlikely at best. So, he does other things. He goes and rescues a princess from Fomorians and just such nonsense. <laughs> this is where like some of it is legitimately nonsense. He saves a a lady from a, like thousands of miles away from mythological creatures that are giants like c- come on come on guys come on and this is the thing like if you go into uh nordic mythology they do have fomorians uh, uh a lot of folklore have fomorians like these giant creatures and such so is it possible that at some point when during the sort of period where Vikings were raiding the English coast and Irish coasts, is it possible there was some cultural crossover there and the story got retold? It's possible. So, that is just... For for, for the purposes of this, we'll call that section absolute nonsense. That he just went, ah, oh, I'm going to rescue a, a Scandinavian Nordic princess from giants. That would be a good use of my day. So, at this point, we're going to say he's an adult. He's had some stuff happen to him. Um, he meets the Morrigan, and she's like, oh, cool, yep, cool, good bro. But at that point, he supposedly went to war with a rival uh, clan. And, you know, he didn't have an army. All his men were sick. Possible, judging by, you know, healthcare and hygiene standards of the time. It's very possible a lot of your men would be sick, especially in certain situations, like in a siege or say your water supply got poisoned or you know any any number of things so that bit i view as likely he probably did fight battles and wars against other clans so although the fact that the legend states it was over a stud bull i find unlikely i would find it more likely being that like you know these aren't i'm not so when i say war i don't mean there's like thousands of people on each side throwing themselves at each other and 
Hollywood's terrible about historical accuracy in battles, but it'd be boring otherwise. I mean, like, 50 dudes. Like, imagine what you would normally perceive as, like, a medieval skirmish. That's probably more accurate and will be easier to visualise for a lot of people. So, did he fight skirmishes? I imagine so. Were a lot of people sick? I also imagine so. It's very, very possible. So, we'll view that as very likely. So he basically says, like, oh, yep, all me men are down. Uh, how about how about this? Single combat. Single combat all the time. And uh, if I lose, you can have it. If I win, you just send the next guy. So he just keeps single combating people. Possible. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know enough about historical Irish culture to say, did they have challenges to single combat? Or would they just be like, no, mate, get out of here. Like, we're going to win. This is the thing, like... You have to think logically when viewing history in in that although things were very, very different, people were still people, they still operated in a relatively rational way. If you were on the cusp of victory and a guy says, how about single combat and if I win, like, it's all good, why would you logically take that? Because human beings still work on logic. If there's a bad idea, they generally don't do it. Now, obviously... There are exceptions to every rule, but it's just on on an average. I I think we try to avoid poor decision making, unless it's particularly hilarious. So I view it as mildly unlikely, and that kind of brings everything that happens next into question. That okay, here's here's a good one. <laughs> God damn! That he supposedly then entered a a berserker like fury. Um, by the way, you should go watch uh, some videos about berserkers. They're they're not real. They didn't see red and just murder everything in sight. They're just not real. They're just guys who wore bear skins. It comes from a blooming Scandinavian word like berserker or something like that. Like it's not what you think it was. And supposedly he he grew in size and went red and he, you couldn't touch him because he was too hot and he shot fire out of his mouth and lightning bolts out of his ass and. Impossible, not likely. Unless he was true, that spectacular. And apparently then fought alone an army and killed hundreds of people, building the entire wall out of their bodies. No. Absolutely no way. Unless you have like some sort of degree in engineering and you can work out the angles to pile up the bodies so none of them are going to fall over. Like, come on. So, eventually he ends up fighting um, Ferdiad, his, his um, a blood brother, if you will. And they fight for three days and three nights. And eventually he kills his best friend at a ford. Which, ironically, is a real location. Uh, Afia Diad. I can't pronounce Irish again. So, a final duel that lasts three days. The the Okay, it may have just been a long fight. Who knows? Like, Go and watch a competitive combat sport. Those fights last, at most, like 15 minutes. And that's with breaks in between. No one would be physically capable of fighting for three days. It's just not going to happen. However, would they have fought for a bit? Maybe to first blood or something? And then gone, right, yeah, we're going to take a break for the day. Probably not either. But that's the only way I can logically say like, oh yeah, they would have fought for three days. Yeah. I just don't see it. I think that would be something that you just go like, yep, yeah, he was such a great warrior. He was my only match. Ironically, it was like his brother as well, so maybe part of that legend is embellished by whoever made the legend first. It may have been Cú Cullen himself. 
So maybe that was a if it was him who made the legend, it was a way of paying homage to his blood brother. Like that I was that good and he matched me for three whole days. Like but I viewed that whole thing as very unlikely. Did he fight his blood brother? More than likely. Did he kill him? Yes. Did it last three days? No. So like I say, there's grains of what could be true mixed in there in certain places. That's what makes doing this very difficult because once you start looking at inaccuracies and things that you sort of have to say to yourself that's just not gonna that that wouldn't happen it doesn't make sense that calls everything around it into question like if you've seen that uh, it's always sunny in philadelphia meme where charlie's in the mail room that's literally how my how the brain starts to operate in that whole situation so the last legend I'm going to mention is the legend of his death because, quite frankly, this has gotten on to 20 minutes now and I'm tired. So, supposedly, he went to battle. The Morrigan tricked him into eating dog meat, which suppo- which got rid of his invulnerability in battle. Or did he just have a tummy ache the day of this battle from bad meat? Hmm, indeed. So, magical dog poison? No. Just, just no. But did he eat something bad? Probably. It it was the whatever year it was. I think the last time I read something, it was like six hundred and six A.D., which was four hundred years before that. So possible, possible, possible that uh, they had poor hygiene, and this is still. You know, this is an age of history where we don't have the answers to a lot of things because one, a lot of people couldn't read or write two there's obviously it's not like modern history where you could in theory go and ask the guy like did this actually happen to you so i just listened to that back i'm so sorry or you can hit like in the background you can just hear my dog howling she's playing with my brother okay there's nothing terrible is happening to the dog she is a husky they howl and they they don't bark they howl if any of you have a husky you know exactly what i mean that really loud wine they do the warble as well nightmare fuel honestly i've completely forgot what my point was oh yeah it was an asian history where you can't just go ask the guy so it's not a modern history it's not even like victorian england for example where we have books in from that period that give us insights it's so far back that a lot of it is archaeological evidence where they find something that gives them a bit more information to build on top of the stories we have. Because people believed in fantastical things. They wanted to be known as fantastical people. Ku Cullen himself, assuming he's a real man, probably started a lot of these stories. Um, just paying people off, going, tell people how great I am. So, yeah. But back to the story of his death. So, magical dog meat aside, did he have food poisoning? Potentially. So allegedly he went to battle with her up to 24 men at a time and fought them furiously until three spears pierced him and, ah, oh, my invincibility is gone. It turns out I'm terrible without it. Maybe I should wear armour. Why was he not wearing armour? Why does no one in these stories wear armour? It's only logical. And then apparently tied himself to a large stone by his guts and died there because he'd rather die on his feet I can respect that mentality. Is it nonsense? Absolutely. And then apparently his sword arm stayed raised until a raven landed on him and that was when people finally knew, yes, the coup is dead. I'm going to steal his sword though. 
Why does he have a sword in other legends he's fighting with his spear? Hmm, weird. So then when the man approached to take the sword, the arm fell and severed another arm. So here's my problem with that. If his arm is up and stays raised, that would generally mean rigor mortis is setting. Okay, basically I'm just going to say bullshit on this whole last bit. Like it's, it's, it's absolute nonsense. It's a great story. And they also say like a blinding light came from his body. Nonsense. I mean, the only way I could see that is maybe there was a sunset behind him, which isn't even going to be blinding. I mean, it's England. Uh, it's, sorry, it's not England. It's Ireland. Um, it was probably raining. Trust me, I'm from the UK. It rains constantly. Um, so the legend of his death to me is absolute fucking nonsense like no part of that makes sense other than the fact he died like if your arms up your rigor mortis would have set in it's not just going to suddenly fall for no reason like but here's the thing here's the thing i feel worse for having tried to logic it out because the world we live in now is coldly rational, it's coldly logical, and although there are people who believe certain things and certain faiths, I have a friend who's a practicing Norse pagan, so I I understand that desire to feel the magic that we don't have anymore, to be able to believe that fantastical things can happen to people, and it's just not part of how my brain works, unfortunately. I, I'm very logical, and it's almost it's almost a bit sad like although that at the price of progress as its cost we've lost that little bit of ourselves that are willing to believe in something absolutely magical for the sake of logic but that will do us today guys oh man i feel sad now that was a bummer end note and now i've ruined that logic but i said at the end absolutely ruined it but Having said that, I, I hope you'll have a wonderful week. Enjoy yourselves. Go out. Have a beer. Dance like no one's looking. Sing like no one's listening. And take care of yourselves more than anything else. Ta-ta.